Hello, my name is Jacob Jarrett, and welcome to the Ironic Intellectual Podcast. I am here with my friends and partners. I'm Anders Olsen. Uh, Lil Shrimp. <laughs> That's me. Uh, I'm Ian. Alright, so um, <coughs> this is our technically our first episode because of some recording issues, but I figure we'll just get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you had an unusual breakfast today, okay. didn't you? Okay. okay, okay, so hear me out. So, I messed with fancy bread, right? I, I, got my, I got my brioche, I bring it to school every day, in my PBJ, so today I toasted some, two pieces, I cut up some avocado, and I, I know you all don't like avocado, but I'll explain that later. I put that on top, then I, I put down some, so, uh, so then I cut up some avocado, I put down some peach preserves, then I put uh, a fried egg on top of it, two hard fried eggs, and I messed with it heavy, right? So, I know y'all don't like avocado, but... I mean, a few months ago, I realized once I'm once I'm rich and like fifty years old, what am I going to be eating? Right, right. I'm going to be eating avocado because that's that 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 lavish lifestyle. Right. So, okay. right now, I'm I made a conscious attempt to eat the most lavish breakfast possible this morning. Okay. Caviar would have made it more lavish. Here is my question. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I personally make eggs and toast, okay, this mm-hmm. is the issue that I frequently run into. Hmm. You gotta get the eggs and the toast done at the same time. I mean, that I, is, yeah, I have worked true. out the exact timing, okay? I know that mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait yeah. to, like, you know, the first little, like, about a minute after adding the eggs, just the way I like them and the way my mm-hmm. toaster works, and mm-hmm. then I add the toast, and then they're done at the same time. Yeah. Were that you able to perfect that? Otherwise, the egg that, is cold, is or the bread is cold. That's actually an issue that I had this morning, right? So because I had to cut up the avocado and put on the peach jam, then I didn't really have time to sync them up perfectly. This is only my first time making this. It just popped into my my head this morning. But um, first time making you know, hope... with toast. No, making it this way, okay. right? Because I had the avocado and the the jam, and that that's all new. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. But I think in the future I'm going to try to sync it up more, and maybe get like a collaborator to work with me because it's a lot of extra steps right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. what i always uh, we'll do, what I do is i i take the uh like the toast that i'm toasting and if that like I, I usually do the toast like i try to do it before when i think the eggs will come out mm-hmm. like by a decent margin right uh, yeah. so then whenever they're done the toast then what i'll do is i'll open up the toaster and then I'll use a fork to like push the uh, to like push the rack out to pull it out a little bit. Dude, that's not I'll a scoot, good idea. And then I scoot the thing to the front, right? Oh uh, no, it's a here's a toaster. Uh, uh, dude, you yeah. cannot put metal objects in a toaster, dude. It's a yes. toaster it's oven. It's a it's toaster a... oven, dude. Not a toaster. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, toaster oven. That's what I meant. And yeah, yeah you you scoot it uh, you scoot it back and you you scoot the thing up so you still get the heat. You know, irradiating, uh, and it's keeping your thing hot, but it's not overcooking. It's not burning. It's like and when then you can put the eggs directly. Okay. Yep. I did that. I did. I might try that. But I mean, I have a toaster oven, but I don't really like it much. I don't know. It's just I feel like toasters are so much more consistent. Honestly, they are. Yeah, you got a lot of variants with the toaster yeah. oven. I I have one too, mm-hmm. and the issue I find is that usually you have like one side of your toast. There's like burnt to a crisp, and then the other side is still like undercooked. I mean, Kent, how do you 
How do you deal with that? Okay, well, generally... Sometimes I try to move the toast halfway through, because there are certain hot spots. Yeah. So I'll go in and periodically just kind of move the toast around to make sure it's evenly heated. Okay. Yeah, well, what you want to do is you definitely want to make sure... You know how there's, like, the the beams of, like, the red thing on the bottom, right? And that's, like, mm -hmm. what's giving the heat. Yeah. You, you want to mm -hmm. try to, like, centralize it as much as you can so that the heat, you know, is circulating rather than just, like, going directly on a p single, like, part of it and mm -hmm. burning it. Um, so positioning. Also, if you butter, like, the top of it, okay, then that's going to, like, that butter will kind of, like, sizzle and it almost, like, cooks oh, it the same butter beforehand? type of, I never thought yeah, about that. Yeah, it almost, that. it almost, like, because that's a liquid like heating up on it it like heats the top of it up to a like decent standard ah, grilled cheese is too before the bottom is too charred mm -hmm. so it, it cooks it like you know more evenly i mean obviously you know it's not foolproof but i feel like it works a little bit that's, okay that's smart that's smart now, i have a question about butter okay because there was a period probably i don't know like five or six years ago when uh, we we kept the butter in the fridge, okay? Yeah. And it, it was real painful, okay? Because the butter's hard. Mm -hmm. Now we keep mm -hmm. the butter, like, just laying out, and it's real soft all the time. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't think that's what you want to do. I don't believe you should leave dairy products out, personally. Yeah. I find that they expire much quicker that way. Yeah, but it's like butter. Um, it, it's like only out for a week. That's so Bro, how fast do you go through butter? No, dude, that's still a long time. Yeah, that's still a long time. If you leave milk out for a week, then it's it, that's gonna be. I don't know, bro. But if you I mean, have hard butter, dude, it's a pain. It's not. Whenever that hard, I use butter, you yes, it put is. In the dude, you put it in the you freezer. You literally put it in the microwave for like ten seconds, not and even. then it, it warms it. You just leave I it, it out. in the microwave and it's soft. Well, well yeah, you but generally you make this as a breakfast, so you're not gonna leave it out. Yeah. Well, you could leave it out overnight. Like, one day, leaving it out is probably fine, but I would not leave I mean, a stick of butter like out for a week. It's not, open, I suppose. We, we got, like, a little container. Well, Andrew, uh, are, you thinking, are you thinking of, like, the sticks of butter or, like, margarine? Dude, I don't know. What is, is it a margarine? stick or is it in a tub? It's a stick. Oh. It's a stick. Hmm. Yeah, and we keep it in, like, we keep well, it in a tub, though. It's like a ceramic tub that we just stick the stick in. Well, for toast, nice we always tub. use the, the tub. Okay. I do not like the tub. I think it tastes terrible. I don't like margarine it. Margarine stays softer when it's in the fridge. Right? That's the tub true. of butter will stay softer and it's much easier to spread. Yeah. I normally get to use the sticks for cooking. Yes, yeah, baking. But the and, stick tastes so much better. stick does taste better. It that's, does that's taste better. Okay, mm -hmm. so, so I, I'm the only one who has the stick of butter out. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's just you, man. Okay. No, I, I just kind of heated up. I, the I'm building up my immunity. Okay, to bacteria. True, true. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Andrew's eating straight mold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it salted butter? Salted? Dude, I, how am I supposed to know? Dude. Let me go check with the sale. It like the package. taste salty, but I, I, don't, I don't really know, bro. <laughs> Usually, unsalted butter is still salty. What butter tastes salty? I don't know. I've like... never had salt. No, it butter. doesn't taste salt. No, like it's not not like salty, but it's got a little salt to it. Salted butter. No, it's got a little salt to it. 
It's yeah. probably salted, I think. I don't I mean, I feel most like the butter, sticks are most... usually salted, right? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. So is it okay if it's salted butter? Okay. No, salted is what you want. Because it's like a little preservative. Okay, so... So apparently, if it's like salted, and it's like in a good container, and like your kitchen isn't too cold, then it'll... Cold. like, Like... Not like cold, cold, but I mean like, like it needs to be like above seventy degrees. You sure about that, dude? Okay. Okay. So Google says because I'm pretty sure a warm. It says two weeks if you leave it in the right conditions, but Google says okay, leaving your butter right butter on the counter is uh, in a covered container is perfectly safe, but all things in moderation. As long as it's done right, leaving butter out at room temperatures uh, also just as safe as leaving it in the fridge. Exactly. Oh. And the right, butter right. is soft. Okay. Yeah, no, we were wrong. We were wrong. But yeah, I, I think that sounds kind of hard. Uh, but the um, FDA says uh, you should leave it out for only two weeks. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, we we go through a stick of butter a week. Okay. Sometimes even less. I mean, we, we eat a lot of bread. Yeah. Uh, how much uh, how much butter do you all buy at once? Uh, four. We go four to sticks. Costco and we get like. We probably get like twenty sticks at a time. Hey, do you all? Okay. Do you, all so you leave the nineteen in the fridge, right? What? Okay. Yeah. We just have like a okay, that's cool. usually filled with like butter and yogurt. Yogurt's kind of ass. Dude, yogurt is good. Yogurt's good sometimes. It's, it's I, I, not good when it tastes too much like material. Like Trader Joe's yogurt just tastes like a cesspool, just like. It's yeah. not good whenever it smells like sour cream. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I don't like the big tubs of yogurt. I don't yeah. know, those mm -hmm. kind of disgust me. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. Because they're always that, there's always that, like, liquid on the top. Yeah, oh, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I just don't eat yogurt at all, really. Yeah, yeah you're lactose intolerant, right? I, yeah, yeah. So I need to eat it dairy in moderation. Okay, but butter's fine, right? All amount of butter is fine. I wouldn't go eating a stick or anything. <laughs> the fried butter. <laughs> the yeah. dude. No one could go eating a stick of butter. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, wait. People do. There's a thing. Like a Guinness World Record for most sticks of butter yeah. eaten in a minute. Oh, those people look like, dude. That is... All right. Oh. Yeah. So, Jake, <laughs> another yeah. question I had. Why was your egg, like, 90% white? Oh, so... What? Because he was—it's a fried egg, bro. Yeah, a lot of people scramble their eggs, but I tried to fry mine. Yeah, it just but... came out a little bit messy. It's—I'd say fried eggs are better on toast if they have like the hard middle, not mm -hmm. like hard, but okay. not runny. Look, yeah, mine was hard. Yeah. Oh, I—I I hate the runny center, dude. I—I I yeah. can't do that. Oh, dude, it's so good. What do you mean? Uh... No, no, yeah, that I is like so Oh, runny, runny yolks are moderation. so good. It's good moderation. Runny yolks are so good. What do you think? Depends on what it's on. Bad. Like, if it's on ramen or stuff, then that's good. I, I can't do it at all. It, it just grosses me out, dude. Oh, dude, okay, I don't like hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs are nasty, but... Okay. Hard-boiled eggs aren't that bad. I mean, but fried eggs with, like, good. runny yolk, those are good. Like, my dad used to make fried eggs a lot, right? And he would get get his yolks, like, perfectly semi-hard. 
So right, like right when you bite into them, a little bit runs out, but it's still kind of hard. And that went so hard. Mm. I just said hard a lot, but that slapped, man. Yeah. A skill to get that down, and you need to have like perfect conditions, but it, I find, it, it works hard when you can do it. I find the over easy egg is better in sandwiches than the fried egg because the over easy. Top, yeah, because you can put the top on it like without it immediately like breaking. You can put the other side of the sandwich on top without the egg immediately like popping. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah. yeah. Over. I do like over easy eggs. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna be, if you're gonna end up breaking the yolk, I think you should try to get even distribution of the white and the yolk. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're gonna, you know, I, I I think it's fine to do like a fried egg or an over easy egg. But yeah, that's just. I think, I think having it mostly white with like barely any yellow whenever it's i don't know whenever it's like popped I, I, don't, I don't really get it i just feel like that takes a lot of a high level of skill than i'm capable yeah. of providing unlike master chef they had to make him once and they had a really hard time with it mm -hmm. what's your opinion of hard boiled yeah. eggs I don't like them. Just... Uh, I used to like them a lot. I, I kind of like them. I don't know. So bad. I feel like mm. they would be good if there wasn't the yolk. It's like the yolk was dispersed throughout the white. Yeah, I don't like the yolk, to be honest. I usually don't eat the yolk, but the white with I... a lot of salt. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing to write home about, but it's not oh, that. so bad. It's not terrible. It's just like an easy breakfast, right? You come downstairs, yeah. you put on some eggs to boil, you come back in 20 minutes, and you have some breakfast. I don't like it. Yeah. I go to. You know what's even but... easier? Just scrambled eggs. Not Meal. even scrambled eggs. Just pouring cereal. Mm. I don't like cereal. I miss cereal, quite frankly. I can't eat cereal. Okay. I had too much so, cereal. We we can't have a problem in our house, okay? Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of cereal that stays in our like pantry for a very long time. Yes. So yeah. whenever we do get cereal. No one wants to touch it because it's, like, next to all the expired cereal, so it's hard to tell, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, you're just kind of used to ignoring the cereal. Yeah, well, yeah. in yeah. my house, we just have a bunch of, like, bad cereal. Like, there's, like, Healthy I don't know, cereal. Like, Healthy uh, cereal. Snap, Crackle, Pop, what's that called? Crisp Rice. Dude, Rice crispy are Rice Krispies are good. No, they're what? good, are good. they're just great. not eaten for some reason. Rice Krispies with like a little bit of sugar. No, because it's good. Uh, what did that sound? That's Henry flicking his thing. So I mean, let me let me just say. So if I walk into my pantry right now, I will see a shelf of raisin bran, Circle K, and uh, yeah, that, that's the only cereal we have. Because whenever my older brother comes home, we'll have three or four boxes of Honey Nut Cheerios or Fruit Loops or Apple Jacks or something. And I can't eat those because I'm lactose intolerant. And he will go through all of them in three days. Yep, <laughs> that is me. Right. So No, that's my brother. Never mind. Wait, Cheerios kind of suck, dude. Dude, Honey Nut Cheerios are good. Honey They're Cheerios good, but hard. I used to eat they them make, so much them that made. I don't like them anymore. I used to eat them so oh, much. Yeah, I mean, Cinnamon Life. I feel like... Whenever life. I eat cereal, I just yeah, I, I want to tear through it. I can't eat life anymore because of that. Cinnamon life is the best. I had phases. There was the Quaker like 
it, it was kind of like life, but it was like. Oh, thick. dude, I love those Quakers. Like, uh, those were good. Like, um, oh, frosted mini yeah. wheats, but like not really wheat. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. I forgot about that. Squares or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, mm. squares. They were squares. Those were good. I have, my mother has never bought uh, cinnamon cereal before. Really? Did you just say you I had Applejack? I don't believe I've ever had it. Applejack. Like, like, Apple Apple like half of the cereals are cinnamon. You've yeah, never Applejack had any about cinnamon as cinnamon cinnamon cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yes, it gets, and Applejacks aren't that cinnamony. Right. They're more sugar. Ian, do you ever snort yeah. us? I've actually never had Applejacks. No. Apple Jacks, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's just like a default. I don't know. Yeah. I used to like the Apple Jacks commercials. No. Yeah, the one with the little like the little guy. The Rasta and the, the Apple guy. Yeah. Dude, yeah, JT once, I, w- I was with him for like a three-day period. And he, he went through like a box of Apple Jacks every day. Just him. And he yeah. did it with milk. He oh yeah, I remember that. Like when we were going to the football game, he bought a whole thing of Apple Jacks. Yeah, he did that. But also, there was this other time where he bought three boxes of Apple Jacks and ate an entire box every day. I mean, yeah, I feel like with a lot of people, cereal is just something that you can tear through, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It's filling, but it's not. It's not filling enough for you to be able to stop eating it, right? It's kind of. Yeah, the it's like by the time you're eating it, by the time you eat it, uh, you already want more. Yeah, the effort of you eating it has made you hungry. Yeah, that's like a principle in like getting like addictive food. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a lot of companies they want to make their food a lot less filling, so a lot of food is hollow or it's blown up or it's really thin, like popcorn. Mm -hmm. Like popcorn, any sort of chip, most cereal. I mean, if you think about it, they're almost all yeah. either hollow inside or just hole. by nature, there's mostly air. Mm-hmm. Popcorn, yeah, all that stuff. It's just to keep you eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like in Minecraft, if you but have a good. furnace that's powered by jumping. Uh, you talking about that video? That was, yep. That was so special, man. So, we have decided to start a student union at our school, okay? The Hoggard Student Union, okay? So the New Hanover County Student Union. New Hanover County Student Union. Yep. Mm-hmm. What exactly are our goals for that? All right, so let me just... Yeah, let me pull them up. Uh, uh, so our objectives are, in general, to improve the quality of the student life. Yep. You know, okay. overall, our biggest, most pressing issues are, you know, apathetic staff members, you know, corrupt administrators. Funding has been shot for Hoggard, at least, because a large portion of our money was spent on the new gym two years ago. Yep. Our second gym, you by know, the way, which never gets used. Our, it's so Our dumb. second gym. It, mm-hmm. And then the only time I've ever been in there was for the pep rally. That is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and think then, that rally was garbage. Yeah. It was. It was Dude, I got the shitty dancer. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, there's some redistricting and discriminatory practices in the district that we've been noticing. 
and the schedule is completely shot. We okay. have exams. Can you tell me about after the, Christmas break? The Can I tell you about the schedule? I, I actually don't know okay, anything so, about that. I don't know. So at our school, Hoggard, it is like an 80% white school or something, right? Yeah. But within that school, there are majority black classes. Yeah. Talk about, I mean, punishment of black students. Black students tend to get punished way more harshly for the same misbehavior as the white students at Hoggard. Black students are typically confined to isolated classrooms. Um, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the gerrymandering that has been happening is shipping black students away from Hoggard and to schools like Laney and Ashley. Yeah, really? Because I was under the understanding that it was the opposite, that they were... They're shipping, they're shipping rich they're students to, to Hoggard. They're trying to fix it now, but it's just getting... They're trying to fix it now, but it has happened in the past. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's still yeah, happening today. I'm in Pine Valley, and now I'm destructing the Hanover, so... Yeah, that's, that's actually stupid. Yeah, I really yeah. know how that works. So in general, just a lot of bad decision making and practices have been going on. And I mean, I want to talk about our calendar a little bit. We have exams two weeks after Christmas break. We get out like the second weekend of June. Uh, we had a week long Christmas vacation. No one could go anywhere. Yeah, I missed five days of school last year because we scheduled a trip, and then they changed our Christmas break entirely. Right, and so. You know, there's just a lot of really not great things that are going on. So, I mean, yeah. you wanna, you're kind of taking the lead on this. So. My personally, I think what I want to accomplish with the student union is basically go on a strike <laughs> for something, you know, and, and make a real change with that. Yeah, I do hope to get something done. And so does yeah. that involve getting a vast majority of the school to not participate in a given school day? Yeah. We would need far more support than we currently have. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know, like, if any of those issues are strikeable, you know? Yeah, and that's why we have a section on the website to, if you want to uh, show an issue that you're passionate about and you think, or that you think others would be passionate about, you can always tell us about it or submit a survey. Uh, that's yeah, but, that we have. So, just generally, I mean, I don't know. I, I, well, I feel like we really haven't found our issue that's like... We haven't found something big yet. Yeah. But, but there are a lot not, of small things that we can do. Yeah. We can do events for. We can try to make a change without going to the extreme of a week-long strike or something. Yeah. But w how do we want to approach this? Like, what, what is our plan to make change? Well, I, I think first... Yeah, there's support. And then first, we need to gather support. Yeah. And how do we do that? Advertising. Publicity. We can advertise around the school. We can house. host a meeting at one of our houses. Try to get people from Hoggard and other schools. Posters. Talking to people. Um. Okay. Yeah. I now know. posters. I don't think we can do posters. Yeah, I mean, think about yeah, it. They, they shut down QuickBook because well, of the posters. That was because it was They're all the investment shut down club a poster, union. though. Yeah. They can't Look, it, shut down a union. It's illegal. That's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a high school... I, I don't think there is a high school union that exists. Well, so I, we'll I be the this first. Is kind of uncharted territory. Mm, there are student actually, unions yeah. that exist. Yeah, but they're... Walkouts exist. Uh, Thin Long put out posters of uh, walkouts. But, that wasn't a club-related activity. Uh, 
and he he put posters in every single classroom of the school, and nothing then, after that. And it there was, was that there was a climate strike a few a few weeks ago, or a few months ago now, where a bunch of students left Hogwarts during the day to go downtown for a rally. Right. Yeah, but that that's very different. They, they weren't even protesting the school, so it's like. Hmm. Yeah. That is, but. Uh, How can the school cherry pick the issues that allows yeah, you to they, protest? Yeah, they can't. Look, I don't think they should, but and I don't know if, if they're they, really going to care. Dude, if they can, then that just makes our argument for having a student union so yeah, much stronger. So much stronger. Okay. Yeah, that, that's actually. And true. if we get support from local officials and stuff, then they can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's one of the first steps. Like, attending well, school board meetings. What? I think. Well, the first think, major step, once we. If we gather a, a couple people, we could go uh, to school board meetings or uh, council meetings or something to show our issues. And so, one issue I've just realized is that we are legally obligated to attend school, so we cannot organize a strike necessarily or a sit in where we simply refuse to go to class. They've done because it. Because teachers will continue to teach. And, I mean, it will hurt us a little more than it will hurt the teachers of the school. Yeah. You know, we will be punished for it severely. But it, we can protest in other ways. It depends on march. the mass of the, of the union, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can march and protest. We can go to rallies. We can meet with government officials. Dude. But yeah, I think the strike like... is ambitious. That's like an endgame thing. Yeah. No, it's yeah. extremely ambitious. It's extremely I know, yeah, game, that, but I know that that's that, my final goal. That's like the end goal, as Anders was saying. Yeah. So right right now, our main goal is to expand through posters. Uh, expand through posters. Contact people. We should in make higher a, up places. We should make a way to see the quantity of the. Uh, of the union, like maybe a Discord server or something. I'm not. I'm sure. making a website which is going to have like a chat place on it. Yeah, but we need to have we need to be able to know the quantity of our people. We can make a registration. Yeah, we form. have. I I made a registration form as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We got this. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see where that goes. This might, of course, not end up taking off. But it, it would be extremely beneficial to a lot of the students in the county. Yeah, yeah I mean, we have a lot of ideas, you know, so far. Okay. So the uh, next... Well, no, 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 okay. Quick buck went good. I would consider that one a success. Yeah. Buck was temporarily successful, yes. I mean, it accomplished the goal. The goal was just to mess around and start a Ponzi scheme, basically. Mm-hmm. Which I, I feel like we accomplished. But I feel like this, like is something that 80% of the school would agree with. This is something that matters a lot more than the other things that we've done. Yeah, it matters a lot more, but I feel like... Name name one student who, like, wouldn't... or who would oppose trying to get them more rights as a student. No one, which is... Mason. Which... Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, and that's why Mason is one of the most flamed people at the school. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, that, that's our plan for the union. So, so we take, uh, take it a away. couple months ago. We, we decided to to make a board game. Okay, we we didn't know what it was going to be about. 
we just decide. So we, we just kind of let that uh, marinate for a pretty long time. And it, now we have our idea. Is a political board game. Ian, do, do you want to introduce this? Uh, so basically, it's about the election. Uh, so the goal is each person has a party, which they have candidates in, and they try to become president uh, by taking over the board, essentially, and getting electoral votes. So basically, uh, each player starts off with uh, $10, uh, one candidate, and 10 popularity. And the popularity points in the money can use to buy certain uh, uh, abilities or uh, uh, essentially buy a state off. So basically... Um, you can uh, take over a state uh, to earn the vote, and then if there's someone else in that state, then you can choose to debate them, which is essentially just uh, attacking them. So, uh, and then the and then the goal is to get uh, the majority of electoral votes, and we're not sure how many votes we're going to have yet. Yeah. Yeah. So in essence, it's risk, and you are trying to. Take all of the data as possible. Yeah. My question: What's our goal with this game? You know, like money. Where do we want to take this? Money. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, can we really sell it anywhere? Would people be interested in it? I mean, I I don't think Cape Fear Games would be like opposed. To no, it. they wouldn't. Yeah, we could always just put it at Cape Fear Games. Uh, I know they have Ooh. a little a little feature in their store where they like every day they feature a different game so mm -hmm. i guess maybe we can ask if we can be that game or like come there one night and explain it to people yeah, so that, yeah. that would be our goal to get basically a couple copies at cape fear games to be sold yeah sure okay I, I i think that's a pretty solid goal do we have a name for a game Shoot, we, nope. we actually don't. <laughs> I, I never really realized that. that later. Yeah, alright. We'll get back to you guys with the name. So, I guess that's it. This has been the Ironic Intellectuals Podcast, Episode 1. Shut up, Jacob. <laughs>